You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Welcome back to another mini-sode. I'm excited for so many, just one of you, to come back and listen to this mini-sode. Oh, I thought you were just excited because you know that with the mini-sode means surrogates is far behind us. Yeah, I, re-listening to the episode, as far as I did, I discovered that I was, uh, I was a little irate about that movie. You were not a fan. You said you would rather watch Alien vs. Predator, the movie that you have hated the most, I think, since I don't started remember this saying podcast. that. I, I think I was lost in, like, a rage blindness. Um, yeah, that's the thing, guys. Look it up, d and I can't, uh, I can't, I just, I just, I can't abide by wasted sci-fi premises, premises. On the plus side, I feel like this is a pretty strong... Uh, like talent reel you could play for screenwriters if you ever want to get into that you had a bunch of really good ideas for movies in there i think i did yeah i'm gonna have to start kicking off some of my own surrogate spin-offs although i, I like it call them that we'll call them duplicates i love that movie oh shit <laughs> <laughs> well um as always we're back to uh wrap wrap up wind down yeah wind down wrap up uh yeah. the previous unplug movie, in this case and unplug and let you know about what's, what we're going to be doing next time also if you're already ready to turn it off just the minute the nanosecond we announce the next movie i have an excellent new game to play this week i'm looking forward to it if you have not been listening to the mini episodes they've actually been not just informative but very fun with some games we've been playing so i'm looking forward to this new game ben's got uh, but let's just go ahead there was no uh, no corrections for surrogates. I, I can't imagine anybody was going to rush to the defense of that film. The comment so, section was just as dead and lifeless, lifeless as Bruce Willis's acting. <laughs> it is true. He's a husk of a man. It's actually sad when you think about it. Uh, but let's go ahead and just jump in. Our next movie, uh, Ben's pointed out, we were talking about this, we've been doing mostly non-superhero films. C-level shit. Or, yeah, things that are comics, but not necessarily comics like people think of. So we're going to probably one of the most iconic comic book characters of all time. And and my personal favorite comic book character. Yeah, also a movie that I'm actually extremely excited to rewatch because it's been a while since I've seen it. I and have rewatched it recently and it's still good. All right. And that's going to be Captain America, the first Avenger. That's right, the the good relaunch of Captain America. You know, we'll eventually get to those so sad ones <laughs> that'll be coming, but we're going to start off with Captain America, uh, a, a great film, Chris Evans as Captain America. Yeah, Stan- kind of a... Stanley Tucci, mm-hmm. the Tucci's loose. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name who plays the Red Skulls. So fuck it. <laughs> How much money do you think this movie cost? Uh, you mean Hugo Weaving. That's it. I was going to call him Viggo Mortensen, and I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> I knew it was one of the Lord of the Rings guys. Um, well, actually, interesting enough, I wanted to bring this up. Um, uh, oh. You you dated Viggo Mortensen? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to bring it up, uh, but I had to bring it up. No, I'm sorry, I won. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to cut this out. Ah, uh, you son of a bitch. I lost a, I lost what the fucking thing. I wanted to talk about uh, the comic movies that came out. Around this oh, time that... when I closed the page. You fool. Motherfucker. Alright, make a note. I already did. Alright, here we go. 
I like doing this. All right. <clears throat> All right. Go jumping ahead and back just in. Launch back into it. Yeah, go right ahead. Just jump back in. I know you. You were the one who. Okay. Was talking. Yeah. So. So this uh, Captain America is a really interesting one because it was uh, it was late in the like reboot phase where we started hitting comic book movies really hard in the mid to late two thousand and tens. Um, but we were starting to kill it. You know, we got Iron Man, we got, um, you know, we had two good Spider-Mans a few years before that. We, we were sort of doing all right. Uh, we had Watchmen, we had, we had Kick-Ass. Um, but it was about time for one of these movies to blow it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it felt like it was totally about time for one of these movies to just suck hard. And there was a few uh, mess-ups in there, but Marvel was bound for a real stinker at this point, considering their previous, like, ups and downs. So it was kind of cool that Captain America came out, and it was not only good, but it led to a, a pretty damn good sequel, followed by an amazing third installment. That almost yes. never happens. You know what I no, mean? No, they, they basically get better, I think, as you watch them. Like, I, think I think so, too. It's crazy. That, 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 in our, we are more versed on this than most, probably, at this point, <laughs> because yes. of the podcast. And I can say that that is a, an abnormal phenomenon. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at any of – well, maybe with the exception of, like – Nah, Blade gets worse as it goes on. Yeah, absolutely. I think Iron Man gets worse as it goes on. I think the third one's not any good. I think uh, Nolan's Batman series goes down in quality. Well, it starts low, goes up, goes down. But yeah, I, it's rare that you see a movie continually gain steam. And I remember when they cast Chris Evans, I was like, this sucks. Chris Evans, can't he can't play Captain America. He's like too... Because I I, you know, I'm used to him as Human Torch and right. you know, not another teen movie and stuff, but... He nails it, man. I, I, he ends up being—I think—he's the perfect choice. He just like is so good at playing Captain America. But I want to—I want to explain to you what leads up to this. Uh, Captain America came out. Uh, the first Avenger came out in 2011. In the like four, in like the uh, three, three to three to four years preceding it, we got to enjoy uh, Hellboy two, yeah. Hancock, yeah. Jumper, no. Watchmen. Eh, that one's okay. Jonah Hex, not Iron, good. Uh, Iron Man two. Eh, I always I enjoy that movie. And then we get to Captain America: The First Avenger, and the same year that Green Lantern comes out. No, yeah, I think that was also sort of one of the things that really hit. Is I mean, when you watch this movie and Thor, you could tell at that point Marvel had decided they wanted to build a cinematic universe. Oh yeah. And Thor basically feels like a non-entity of a film. It's just like we need to explain that they're like what the fuck Thor is, and then Captain America felt like they were just like well, we need to make a Captain America movie before we make the Avengers movie. But right. I think they did a good job because they did the right thing. They said it in World War Two, and so I think this movie has like no business being as good as it is because it it, it is very much a as uh, I heard somebody say it's basically Captain America set up for Avengers. You know, what I mean it's it's just there so they could explain the three big characters for Avengers, but it works. Uh, I, I remember reading that uh, Chris Evans actually declined this movie when he first signed on for it. Um, when he was first asked to sign on for it, is what I mean to say, because he had been so badly fouled by the Fantastic Four movies, he was terrified because this was another point where they wanted him to sign on for a multi-film contract to yeah. be in this and and forthcoming Avengers movies. And he had signed on to be in like three of the Fantastic Four movies or whatever and was was obviously not fucking thrilled about how that went. So he was really restrictive. Apparently Robert Downey Jr. had talked him into it, um, which is interesting because I, w I wonder who they would have gone with uh, 
had they not picked him up. Yeah, I mean, like, at the time, I remember when it came out, I was thinking, you know, I was like, they could have picked somebody better, but I remember sitting down and being like, well, who the fuck would actually be a good Captain America? And I was like, oh, I guess there really isn't anybody. There's no real... I mean, you could do Matt Damon, but by that point, he's... Not that he's too old, but he's kind of age-prohibitive for a character who's supposed to be, like, in his, at best, early 20s, you know what I mean? Like... So it was like, oh, I guess that was like sort of the person I thought would be a good Captain America, and outside of that, I was just like, I got nothing. And according to IMDb, this is uh, was this was turned out to be Chris Evans' sixth comic book movie. Yeah, it's insane. He's yeah. he's probably the biggest hitter, followed by uh, oh, absolutely Ryan Reynolds, I would think. Yeah. Um. So that said, uh, you were mentioning the uh, uh, the amount that it uh, the budget. Yeah, the budget for this film. Yeah. And I mean, this is 2011. Blockbuster. How much you think they? How much you think its budget was? 2011. So I recall, if I'm not mistaken, we were talking about uh, Wolverine was around this time, and it was at least like 100 mil. So I'm gonna do 130 million. That's a, that's a great guess. 140 million. How much do you think it grossed domestically? This is interesting. This is a tough one because I know that it 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 is it is now looked back at as like a good movie. But I don't remember if it was a hit at the time. I don't remember rushing to the theater to see it. You know? Yeah. I don't know. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say at least beat that. So I'm gonna say 100, 160. 176 million. I meant so 100. Not like I meant 160 dollars. I mean, oh, was wow. I you you did you you were going prices right on me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so 176 million, not a huge take, but it grosses 193 million foreign so it grossed 370 million worldwide which is saying captain america did better outside of america yeah and this starts around this time is the trend that you will see that which i mean it makes sense obviously that the rest of the world would you know there's only 300 million people in the united states or whatever so of course the other 6.7 billion people are obviously going to spend more to see movies right but you'll start seeing that these movies begin to play bigger and bigger internationally. And you'll also notice when you watch these movies that they're more and more set outside of the United States. And that is a direct attempt to market them towards foreign markets because foreign markets like are exploding for American entertainment. Hmm. And this is about the start where it gets really big. Like the early 2000s, like 2000, like 2005, 2010 is when it gets huge. So like that's how the Avengers grossed as much as it does. I mean, it grosses a huge amount foreign. So it is interesting that, Comic book characters, especially this comic book character, <laughs> would play so well in a foreign market when he is basically a walking American cliche. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, it's like right. all the characters are like, ooh, what's this? It's a guy whose name is Captain uh, Country. Yeah, he's the man who's also a flag. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which I'm sure was what it was called in like... In like <laughs> yeah, it was like Captain Flagman. Yeah, or, in, uh, in Latvia it was Captain Flagman. Stars and Striped Dude. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, this movie is 37th on our list, 45th if I adjust for $2,015. Um, in adjusting for 2015, it's actually beat out by just $2 million by Thor, which I actually found surprising. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't remember Thor being a huge movie No, either. I definitely don't remember Thor being a huge hit at all. Um, Wonder, keep talking. So, so here's an Thor was a more expensive movie. That's shocking. I I sort of um, I'm sort of realizing how much I I enjoy the director of this movie. His first two movies were Honey I Shrunk the T- uh, the Kids and The Rocketeer. 
Ooh. both movies that I recall loving. Uh, uh, the Rocketeer is a movie I recall loving when I was a kid, and then watching it later and be like, boy, they didn't edit movies back then. <laughs> yeah. He also, and I, 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 gotta, I gotta admit, I do enjoy this film. He also directed Jumanji in 95. Ooh, that's... Uh, which is not a bad movie at all. Uh, unfortunately, then he went on to go to Jurassic Park 3. Ooh, wait, yeah. Lost World? Yeah, uh, uh, no, yeah, is 3 Lost World? I can't remember now. No, wait, it's Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, and then Jurassic Park 3, you're right. Which isn't... I got nothing. There's no way I can end this. No, let's just <laughs> I'm move just on. I'm just gonna give up right there. Forget it. What's I really cool though is the writers, the co, the, the co-writers or partners, uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, they had written um, the screenplays for all of the Chronicles of Narnia movies. Oh, interesting. So that was their like that was their big that was their big their big whale that they landed early on because they basically just did those three movies and nothing else. And they went right into doing Captain America. They went on to do the, the Thor of the Dark World. They continued on to do Winter Soldier. They wrote uh, almost all of Agent Carter. And then they wrote Civil War. So wow. these guys, these guys are great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? they, that does uh, explain, though, why the like the like they nail Captain America's voice so well in those movies is because they must have left the team in place. Yeah, you know, a lot they, of times these movies, the next set of films is written by an entirely different person, and it can really change the way the... Unsung play. heroes, right there. Unsung heroes, because Captain America. It's it's it's, it's really rare to see uh, uh, to see a film trilogy, so to speak, carry on with uh, pretty much the same you know same staff. It's crazy. Yeah, they switch directors out because the guys who end up directing Civil War and Winter Soldier are actually the Russo brothers who got their start like doing like episodes of Community. I know. Isn't that insane? It's like so bizarre that you would be like, well, what'd you direct? You're like, That's well, insane. And like a, an ABC sitcom? Can yeah. we direct your multi-million dollar action film? A yes. famously controversial ABC sitcom? Yes. Um, Right, so that's that's crazy. I'm really excited to watch that one. Uh, we will have a guest, as always. I do not announce who the guest is, so as not to put pressure on them, slash because I sometimes don't know who it is yet. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's certainly not because we don't have somebody picked. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, join that'll be next week. Uh, it is not available streaming for Sorry. free anywhere that I can see, but you can rent it on Netflix. And let's face it, if you listen to this podcast, there's a fairly good chance you own this because it is a good movie. And if you don't own it, for shame, what kind of an American are you? And if you don't own it, just come over. I've got it. Yeah, that's we'll set up a some viewing parties. Yeah. In Chicago yeah. and Dayton. Yes. The party <laughs> the, capitals of the, the United two hot States. spots. Yeah, some people say it's Chicago and New York, but they are wrong. They are wrong. <laughs> All right, so that's that's that. No more talk about surrogates for Ben's mental health, which leaves us with only one important thing left to do. My excellent game. Oh, yeah. I, we need theme music. Do we have theme music? Get Aaron. Get Aaron. <laughs> he still has not accepted payment from me for the first theme Well, song. that's fine. We don't have money to pay him anyway. <laughs> I need I need a I need a Ben game intro song. It only needs to be like a second long. All right. What about just like ben up ben ben up ben ben up ben? Well, somebody somebody remix that. Someone add a little punch to that. Like a little, yeah, if somebody could auto tune that or just get a Casio piano, one of those like little tiny ones you had when you were a kid. So my game, as always, is a guessing game for you, pokes. I'm okay. going to give you context information that you will then try to assume a movie from. Okay. But in this case, you'll get bonus points for identifying the actor that is being referenced. And Ooh. to do so, I have ripped quotes 
from from actors and directors. If it's a director, I will make you come up with a name. That's hard. But uh, I have read quotes from actors and directors who worked on comic book movies and horrifically regretted it. Oh, <laughs> and later and later admi- uh, 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 trashed the film uh, in in the press, uh, whether it's right after or years later. They had negative things to say out loud about this movie, and I gathered some really choice ones. Now, I have edited them slightly to avoid saying the name of the movie or the character, obviously. That but, makes uh, sense. They are uh, pretty fantastic, if I would do so, so myself. I am looking forward to this. All right, are you ready? I am ready. First quote, I'm going to start you with a real easy one, okay? Okay, give me the softball. First of all, I want to thank Warner Brothers. Thank you for putting me in a real piece of shit, god awful movie. I know, you know who this is already. <laughs> it was just what my career needed. I was at the top, and this movie just plummeted me to the bottom. That is Halle Berry for Catwoman. That is Halle Berry. I know this because if you listen to the episode, I said yes. how much it annoyed me that she went out and tried to pretend like it wasn't her fault the movie was terrible, as if like she had no say in any part of it. She yeah. was forced into taking the role. Halle Berry famously said this uh, while she accepted her own Razzie uh, for being in this movie. Uh, next one. It's the worst film I have ever made. Now, what now? when my kids get out of line, they're sent to their room and forced to watch this movie ten times. I, have never, I never have too much trouble with them. Holy shit. Okay. It's the worst, it's the worst I will say we I've have not done in. this movie, and it is not a main superhero film. We have not done this movie, and it's not a main superhero film. Correct, yeah. Okay. So it's a person who's been in a lot of movies. The actor is a big deal. And they say it's the worst. And it's not a main superhero, though. And saying it's the worst film is saying something. <laughs> but it's not like a superhero, like a like a right. super superhero movie. It's film. not a classic superhero movie. Hmm. This is a tough one, so I'll give it to you. You ready for it? Yeah, yeah. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about his role in Red Sanja. Wow, Sonya. really? Yeah. That's the movie that he is of yeah, all right? films that's, he's in. That's the one that he thought was the worst. So I cannot wait until we get to do that one. Oh, it's not <laughs> great. I've watched it. I'm a real Conan completionist. It's <sighs> not great. So After reading slow. that, I'm realizing that these are going to be very hard, but they still are some of my favorite quotes I've pulled. So. All right, well, maybe, maybe you can give me clues uh, right. if, 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 if it seems like I can't get them. <clears throat> I wanted to stop acting. The director was like, it looks too real. It looks too painful. Can you be prettier when you cry? Cry pretty. He was like, don't do that thing with your face. Just make it flat. We can CGI the tears in. And I'm like, there's no connection to a human being. And then it got me thinking, am I not good enough? Are my instincts and my emotions not good enough? (laughs) Do people hate them so much that they don't want me to be a person? I was not allowed to be a person in my work, and so I just said, fuck it. I don't care about this business anymore. Holy shit. <laughs> Did this person quit acting? No, but I didn't oh. verify this quote. It's real. <laughs> Can you give me a clue to the movie? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a clue. We did uh, we did a tremendously monstrous thing and watched four of these movies in a month. Okay. Oh, so it's Jessica Alba then. That's correct. 
It is Jessica Alba talking about her experience on the first Fantastic Four movie. I should have I should have just known because I I do recall reading some stuff where she was just like every they just like were just like just be pretty don't do anything. I feel just really bad pretty. too because we trashed her character. I guess we do trash her character, not her as much. But you could in retrospect you can really see her not having fun with that movie. That's apparent. yeah, she definitely does not. Especially in the second one, you can tell oh, she's yeah. just like I just don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. All right, the next one. I uh, I very much pushed them to try and make a movie that was more like Death Wish or Taxi Driver than, say, Spider-Man. The strengths of the character I play lie in the reality that we can bring and his weaknesses. The movie I did, we were all based on people trying to make this fucking comic book movie with funny characters and goofball shit that has no place in this film franchise. Uh, Thomas Jane? Correct. That's Thomas Jane talking about the Punisher. Yeah, he was not happy. I only knew it because you said in my film, and I was like, "Ooh, he did that little short film, Laundry Day or whatever." Yeah, yeah. So, so I figured talk- he was talking about the difference in what he did versus who knows. Maybe that's not even what the quote means, but still, no, you were, you were right on the money. You, you read that one. All right, I got three more for you. Okay. I am the least qualified person to comment on anyone playing this role since I so terribly destroyed the part. I tend to look at it like this. Let's just see what the movie is before everyone starts beating uh, the director up. He is a smart man. He knows what he's doing. So your key here is that someone has played uh, this role before this person took the role. Then I'm going to guess George Clooney. Dude, you're killing it. That is George Clooney on Batman and Robin. He said that before it even came out. (laughs) Oh, you know, he came out and apologized and said, I'm sorry I killed the Batman franchise. Yes, I think he knew well before it was. Have you ever heard the story, too, that, like, he didn't audition for the part? Warner Brothers just came to him and they were like, hey, you're the new Batman. He was like, what? Like, because he was under contract with Warner Brothers. And so he just was given the role. Oh, boy. That can never go well. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, real good role for him. Worked out great for his career. So this next one's going to be a tricky one. Uh, okay. This is this is the only one that's not an actor. It's a director. So okay. I won't require you to say the name uh, because it might be hard. But this is a pretty famous director when it comes to comic book movie films. It was a movie made for a certain kind of audience, perhaps more of a female audience. It wasn't what it needed to be, I guess. I think I could just lop the first quarter off and start the movie a bit more aggressively and maybe find a way to start the movie with, like, a jet disaster sequence or something. Um, what the fuck? I'm trying to think of what movie would make sense to start it with a jet disaster. Um... Let me think. Uh, let me see. What was this dude's name? Is it, um, oh, what is that guy's name? So, uh, with some, with some assistance, this guy directed, uh, two, well, he directed this movie as well as another massive franchise. This is a DC movie and the, and the big massive franchise he worked on was a Marvel franchise that's still going. Oh, I was going to guess Zack Snyder, but that must not be right. So it's got to be the guy who... No, because Farva didn't direct anything for D. I don't know. I got no idea. It's Brian Singer. Oh, shit. I forgot about him. He was referencing Superman Returns. Uh, that was the... I, yeah, 2006 I was of, Superman I Returns. I Man of Man of Steel. He's, of course, I, more He's yeah. of course more famous for directing the entirety of like the X-Men franchise. <laughs> 
But yeah, I love that he called it, it was more of a female movie. What do you think he meant by that? Because it was like emotional? Do you think he just meant that? I don't know. I have no idea because that movie is just boring. I mean, (laughs) whether you're a man or a woman, not uh, an enjoyable film. Okay, I have a last one for you. It's good and it's a little tricky because it's not necessarily a person commenting as much on the film as they are uh, on their co-star who they regretted signing on to work with. Wow, okay. All right. Uh, But you will recognize both the the person saying the quote and the co-star. It's a pretty famous uh, movie and franchise. I was really looking forward to working with him because he was a fantastic actor and still is. I love him, but he was a little crusty. I went up to him to say hi, and he said to me, I hate you. I really don't like you. I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Somebody, now I have to think of an actor who would say, I can't sanction your buffoonery? What the fuck does that even No, mean? I verified this one as well. This one is as legit as I could verify. Uh, what? So, so, I have no idea what that even means. <laughs> I don't know what it means either, but I can tell you with certainty that I'm going to continue to say it on every future episode of this podcast. It's a, it's a man and a woman, right? No, it is two male actors that worked uh, villain roles on a franchise together. Oh, was it Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey? You nailed it. Yeah, that was Jim Carrey talking about what it was like to meet Tommy Lee Jones. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones said, I can't sanction I your buffoonery. I cannot buff- sanction <laughs> your buffoonery. <laughs> like he is, like the fucking United Nations? That is insane. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, that was an interview where he talked. He, he had nothing but glowing things to say about, um, about uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, and they've since apparently become friends, but... Uh, I, apparently, something that Tommy Lee Jones had a, a movie come out, and I can't remember the name of it, the same weekend that Dumb and Dumber came out, which was just, this movie was kind of hot off of that. So apparently Tommy Lee Jones was, was kind of, uh, was mad that this, like, dumb comedian jerkball came flying out of nowhere and made, like, a hit film when he couldn't land one. So he was a little uh, a little agitated. <laughs> Still, though, that that is the weirdest quote I've ever, I feel yeah. like that that should be... The tagline for this podcast, <laughs> not yeah. another origin story. We cannot, cannot sanction your buffoonery. We cannot sanction this buffoonery. That is, oh man, I almost want to make that as a shirt. Yep. That is spectacular. That's a great game, man. Please, please draw me a cartoonish Tommy Lee Jones scowling and a word balloon that says, I cannot <laughs> sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> I will love you forever. Oh, I'm, don't, don't worry. Oh my God, that's coming. so good. <laughs> that is... <laughs> really crazy yep ah, that was a good game though i i feel bad now in a way that we're making fun of <laughs> people's yeah it, it doing this i had to dig through a lot of interviews and i realized how many movies we hated with actors doing bad jobs were clearly actors that were contractually obligated to do a film they were not into doing and yeah, so I yeah it, it really shed some uh, perspective on some of these films the jessica alba one Oh my god, right? Oh, that's crazy. Yep. Well, that's another not so mini sode for this week. Uh, As as always, we're going to try to keep coming back with games because we've discovered people like them much more than us rambling or talking about news bullshit. Yeah, I have a game uh, that I I think I'm going to try. Awesome. Next week, I don't know if it'll, it won't be as funny as this, but uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll come up with a better idea in between now and the next mini-episode. Come back next week where we'll be doing Captain America, the first Avenger, 
You can follow us uh, and leave comments at Facebook for us to read on these mini-episodes at facebook.com slash naospod. And hey, do us a favor and tell your friends about this podcast. And of course, you can find me at the Disco Pony. Uh, if you can subscribe to it on iTunes, give us any reviewing, doing anything you can to help yeah, us out. Yeah, wherever you we listen would appreciate to this, it. please rate us. You know, rate us well if you like us. Uh, it does help. And please, yeah, tell anybody you know who's into comic book movies or just podcast in general, comedy podcast, to give us a listen. And we'll catch you guys next week.